with the world and bring you all that is good all that is golden it is our reviews will kill you the party time podcast that brings you all that good stuff and more i am the man you may know as the host of our reviews will kill you and we are gonna have a damn good show tonight it's gonna be damn good that's right it is a noob noob free show hallelujah That's right. Bring it to you. It's going to be, uh, it's, it's our safe space today. We don't have to worry about getting harassed or people saying things that are too crazy for television. Ah, uh, yes, it's a good time to be here, but don't worry. He may make an appearance. My co-host and co-coordinate, Noob Noob, who is currently in the Switzerlands. He's Schwitzen in the Switzerlands. It's good to see Ron Cold out there. Mr. M is already here. You are confused. You just do both. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Ah, uh, yes. I'm supposed to tell everybody. I guess I'm supposed to say what's on today's show. That would be good because I frankly don't know what's on today's show, even though I wrote the whole thing myself. You would think. You'd think what would know. All right, let's try to get through this here. Because. We have an amazing show for you. We have Drew Barrymore is stopping her show. Something I haven't talked much about, but we'll get into it because who cares about Drew Barrymore? Blumhouse is working with Universal Studios for Halloween. And they also have, they've cornered the market on mazes. Last of Us mazes. I don't think there's any others out there. The Wonder Years has been canceled. Oh my God! And... Winning Time also canceled. Oh my god. One Piece might go for 12 seasons. Taika Utiti Star Wars movie is dead. Cake replica of Mexican alien bodies. Oh my god. Uh, we may get a little outrageous. We're going to talk a little bit about Wild Bear and Disney. We're going to talk about London's Royal Academy getting naked. We're going to discuss a very serious problem that you and I may have. It's called frogging. I'm going to get in and out on Paw Patrol, the mighty movie, and Onimusha throwback time to all those out there. They might know what that is. I remember it from being a wee child and learning a little bit about the samurais. Then we're going to review, I'm going to retouch on the TMNT Mutant Mayhem, because I just watched it, because it is streaming, and you can catch it on Paramount+. Plus. I'm going to talk about Harley Quinn Season 4, and then Gamera Rebirth. The reviews are, it's a thing, something we could do together. Five-star show, it's the Z Show. That's right, the show never stops. I think we're on episode 316, and I do not believe... Noob Noob claims we missed an episode. I'm going to say we didn't. But yeah, this train's been rolling for a long time, folks. So thanks for hanging out with us. We're hitting some pretty amazing milestones, if you hadn't noticed. Things are happening. We're getting noticed, baby. We broke 750,000 views. That is, in my mind, quite a milestone. Almost a million. We're creeping up on a million. We might have to have a pretty major party if we break a million. Whoever thought that this show with two, well, one idiot and, and a <laughs> New York Times award-winning, best-selling, well, not best-selling, but New York Times award-winning author would uh, bring this show together, bring in our news, views, and all that fun stuff together. We also broke 1,300 subscribers. We're getting there. We're doing things. About to bring home the bacon real soon. And hopefully we can put a little bit back into the show for you guys. You know we love doing our giveaways and all that other good stuff. Maybe we'll have some merch again. That would be a good thing to have. But for now, we shall move on I'll to the house. Ah, uh, yes. 
Since I was alone, I think I was alone on all of these videos. I do all of them myself. And uh, yeah, we're talking about Soka being jailbait. Essentially, what had happened was all of the Star Wars shills out there went out in force and attacked all of us. Anybody who reviewed the show, they just attacked, calling us idiots, morons, and and we just oh noob noob helped me do this video because we decided to troll those guys a little bit and uh, I think it went over pretty well it's a good video you know it's Obi-Wan has some important things to say about Ahsoka and I think you should check it out because it's definitely it was eye-opening to me I think it was our first time watching it all the way through we, we'd never actually seen the entire thing so it was something all right uh, but those Star man, those Star Wars guys—they're going real hard. It's very bizarre. Very curious as to what's going on. They have this like this jingling keys effect, and well, I'm not saying Ahsoka is like the worst thing I've ever seen. It's pretty poorly written. So, anywho, I did my own review on Gamera because. Apparently, I'm one of the few people in the world who's not Japanese who likes Gamera, the giant turtle who likes to save children. See, what AI does for me is playing his little guitar. That's right, Gamera's playing a little guitar, and I review the whole season. It's six episodes. It's a little more in-depth than what I'm going to do tonight, so I hope you check that one out as well. We also have me reviewing Elon Musk in Star Wars because... Somebody didn't get... I don't understand. I don't know if, if if you follow the culture wars at all. At one point, J Jordan Peterson was the Red Skull. Well, now, Grand Admiral Thrawn is Elon Musk. A little heavier, but it the guy looks like Elon Musk. I don't know what they're doing. They, they have a new big band in Star Wars. His name's Grand Admiral Thrawn. I would assume most people don't know that unless they've read some books or watched a cartoon. So I'm sure everybody's confused. Why is blue Elon Musk in Star Wars? I myself am confused. It took them six episodes to introduce the big band. Not good. And then I wanted to give back and share a little bit about myself and, and my background and the things I like. I'm not like the world's biggest collector, but I do love me some Godzilla. You will see me wear Godzilla hats. I have Godzillas. I have like 30 Godzilla action figures, whatever you want to call them in the background. They're out there partying, chilling. We actually did a really cool Godzilla short, which I think we'll release when Godzilla Minus One gets a little bit closer. Uh, but Toho which is the owner of Godzilla, opened up a USA shop. And, I mean, if you're a little bit of a Godzilla fan, it's worth a sh it's worth checking out because this is like rare Japanese stuff that you can get. I know it's not for everybody, but I figured to share a little bit. So, see how that goes. That was all in housekeeping. Bit a little uh, late in the news there, folks. And, and there's a couple of subjects that we're just not covering because... You know, do I really want to talk talk about Russell Brand? I don't know. I don't necessarily have an opinion on it. While I don't dislike Russell Brand, I find the timing of his accusation strange. I just I'm not really into talking about it. And uh, we will go into some other things that we like haven't been covering. But mostly, this show is about taking you out of the real world and, and letting you have a little bit of fun as opposed to digging into all that real-world stuff and just poking fun at everything we possibly can. So that being said, let's jump in. How deep? How deep does the pool go? That's for me to know and for you to find out as we go into the news is breaking news. Let's see if I can actually get this. Let's go. Drew Barrymore. Now we haven't talked a lot about this at all. The the uh, the strike, the big writer and actor strike, which I don't. I, the only thing I care about is the fact that they're not creating anything. But is this the Great Purge? Is this the Great Awakening? Are we no longer? We, we we're not really getting any new. Like there's going to be a big gap of like new material, like new movies, new stuff, because. 
they decided to fight over AI and stuff and money and wages, I suppose. Oh, that's not the right button. Anyway, Drew Barrymore decided she thought she could sneak back in and do her stupid talk show called The Talk, which I've never heard of and don't care about. Drew Barrymore, if you don't know who she is, she was the little girl from E.T. who grew up to marry Tom Green. And if you don't know who Tom Green is, he's the guy who uh, decided to milk a cow with his mouth. He had a, a TV show back in MTV era, peak MTV era, where many people think about like jackass, but weirder and Canadian. So anyway, Drew Barrymore who made all of her money as an actress, you know, made lots of money as an actress and has subsequently decided to retire. You may know her from such films as Charlie's Angels and Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. So we know she has some money, but she needs more money, so she needed a talk show. So she decided to come back amidst the strike while people were picketing, and uh, she snuck in anyway. And, uh, yeah, that's, like, a thing. It's pretty funny because Bill Maher also decided to come back, and then they all were like, no, we're with the, we're with the writers, and this is, so they're not doing their shows anymore. There's no way Noob Noob went to the writer's strike because Noob Noob doesn't know how to do anything like that. That's too difficult for him. Noob Noob has, like... Literally no idea how to write anything. In fact, there he is right there. Look, he's still in the show. And if you ever want a new news opinion on anything, that that's it right there. He likes everything. And I also brought a little jump of Godzilla with us. So I thought it was amusing. It's even funny that they say the actress announced last weekend the Drew Barrymore show would be returning amid the strike. Drew Barrymore, well, first of all, I can't remember the last time she acted, but I think it's, oh, she was in that like 50 crazy, wait, 50 first dates with Adam Sandler? Yes. (laughs) Exactly. The man, he who shall not be named. So yeah, these Hollywood idiots, they're, they're pretty funny. It's kind of a thing. They're doing stuff and things and Being foolish about it. Uh, We can move on from that to see something a little less foolish. How excited is everybody for Halloween? I know it's a little early, but uh, I think I posted a picture of going going to Home Depot. And hell yeah, they have uh, decorations up. Get your directions often and early. See, look, Noob Noob is contributing to the show about as much as he usually does, except for this time he actually looks like he's awake instead of asleep. But Blumhouse, man, Jason Blumhouse must be a billionaire because he's got all those movies that he has, like, they have micro-budgets. They're, like, 30 million and 20 million and 10 million, and then he makes, like, $100 million. The guy is a master of, you know, you want to talk to somebody who knows how to make money, talk to this guy, because now he's teaming up, and I think he's been teaming up with Halloween horror, but I guess I feel like this is going to be the best Halloween in a long time. I feel like the past couple Halloweens, something's been an obstacle. You know, something's been a little bit of an obstacle, and uh, I feel like people are going to go a little more all out. I can't tell you how many like twenty foot skeletons I've been seeing all over the place. <laughs> the unhinged ramblings of a madman. Yes, uh, you get the unhinged ramblings of just a mostly not just a a drooling idiot you get a a raving lunatic so you get both both sides so they've put together uh a whole bunch of stuff that you can go check out now am i gonna go to isn't halloween nights isn't that a like great adventure or something it being a great adventure scares me more than actually the scariness i'm not sure how i feel about any of that they have a stunt show. This is ridiculous. Called Pur- The Purge Dangerous Waters. What is <laughs> Live action performers, platforms, the $450 million. It's a f- The Purge is $450 million franchise? Who knew? Oh, survey questions. Should Noob Noob dress up 
Let's try it. Let's see if we can do a poll. So the, the new poll, we've had a question from the chat to see if uh, Ron Cold says we should do a poll. Let's see if I can do this. Ask a question. Oh, can I type, though? Should noob, noob, ooh, I'm going to say new, new, noob, noob, dress as Barbie. I have had enough, enough. Yes, just as Barbie for Halloween. Uh, we did have another poll out there, and I wish Doc was here to talk about it because Doc started the whole thing where they had a uh, they had a competition over over the stupid movie that I'm gonna review a little bit later and uh they cost it cost doc a jersey called cost him a dallas jersey well the player that noob noob got got injured for the season <laughs> so the question was is noob noob a jinx or is he a hero depend i guess it depends on what team you're rooting for but yeah i thought that was kind of amusing oh i'm definitely as buff as knuff and that would be uh you know knuff is knuff I, I can't believe I guess they readapted the Water World show for this Purge Dangerous Waters. Like it's funny. They just take the same stunt show and plaster a different name on it. That's kind of amusing. Uh there have been five purge movies and a spin-off TV show. Who knew? But they have something else that I thought was pretty interesting. They have a uh Last of Us maze. And I, I'm a big fan of haunted mazes. I think they're a lot. They're they're pretty cool. And I guess I don't see is Blumhouse connected to this, or am I just connecting two unrelated stories? Interesting. But either way, this is from IGN, showing us a little bit of that mushroom act action. Those creepy crawly mushrooms. Universal Halloween Horror Nights Orlando 2023 is going to bring you a haunted house based on Naughty Dog's Last of Us. Is it based on the video game, or is it based on? the tv show i am confused the only thing i can think that was real scary about the tv show is being trapped in a house with those two men <laughs> for a long time craving the touch of another man new new must be a bad influence because uh yeah i don't uh i don't usually make those jokes anyway last of us it all started with a tweet Neil Druckmann is involved. I guess he just wants to make more money. Everyone hates Neil Druckmann. <laughs> it's got to strike that right tone. I mean, I would go to it. I think it would be cool. Walk around and have, you know, zombie mushroom people chase you. Sure. It looks a little exaggerated. Like the houses don't, you know, because the, the whole world of Last of Us is, is pretty like real world. And this looks like a little haunted housey, but that's cool. Oh, they don't have any F-bombs. And I guess, I don't know, they have dialogue or something. I am sure you can go on YouTube and take a live tour and, and see how that works out. Because, you know. But it's cool. Maybe, oh, so it's Universal Orlando that's Halloween thing. I would go check that out, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm considering doing that. If I ever get any money and, and cannot, you know, get an actual house and not live inside of, uh, or do podcast inside of someone else's house that being said i think it's time we talk about some cancellations because i mean they're always sad right people don't like being canceled some people do some people live to be canceled let's see i wonder how many people I, I, I feel like this poll is gonna be It's going to be all, all the votes are going to swing one way. I feel like that's a thing. Uh, but let's talk about the cancellations. If you didn't know it was there, you probably didn't know it existed. The Wonder Years? Canceled after two seasons? I can't believe it got past one season. ABC has not, has opted not to proceed with the third season of The Wonder Years. I suspect that the this strike is allowing Hollywood talk about the purge to purge all of this stuff that they don't want that they felt were were pushed on them or you know what I mean like things that they uh 
I'm like, yeah, we don't really need this. Inspired by the 1988 series of the same name, The Wonder Years tells the story of the Williams family during the late 60s. Uh, the series is narrated through the point of view of an imaginative 12-year-old Dean as he navigates growing up in a black middle-class family in Montgomery, Alabama, and the friendship, laughter, and lessons learned along the way. I mean, I don't. I never watched The Wonder Years. I kind of remember it about him trying to kiss. Like it's about that guy trying to kiss a girl. What's his name? He was in The Princess Bride. I think that's the same kid. I don't know. I never watched it enough to care. Fred Savage, that guy. He was the executive producer and director for the first season. Then he was fired when he got me too'd. Very sad. Very sad indeed. Well, the funnier cancellation is a show I started to watch and then immediately stopped watching. Winning Time on HBO gets canceled. And it actually, uh, they're claiming that because it got canceled at the time that it did, it's even better than what it was. First of all, the ratings on it couldn't have been good because no one cared. The show was just mediocre. What's hilarious about the show itself, this is the show that destroyed the relationship between Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. For those of you who don't know, I don't know that Adam McKay did Elf, but I do know that he did Step Brothers. So uh, those guys had like a long 15-year partnership. I think they even had businesses together. And because Adam McKay did not cast Will Farrell in this in this TV show as uh, Jim Buss, who owned the the Lakers, he broke. They dissolved all their companies together, and he won't work with them ever again, which I think is pretty hilarious. And what's funny about the show getting canceled because it's about when the Lakers were very good, I guess, and they were winning a bunch of titles, and and only people from LA would care about this, and they don't even care about basketball, so that's a little confusing. Maybe you want to be Jerry West. I don't really remember who played which character, because there's like a lot of famous people in it. And uh, it doesn't talk about Adam McKay. But anyway, it gets canceled on them losing to, to the Celtics, which I think is hilarious. That's like the end of the season and end of the show period is that the Lakers lose. You bunch of losers. Yeah, and apparently the only person who's promoting the show was the, the author of the book. But I mean, who's going to promote the show? It, it, it's not that good. It's not that interesting. No one cares. I don't care. Like I said, I tried to watch the first season. I think I made it through like three episodes. I was like, oh my God. This is so such uh, so masturbatory. Like, what are we doing here? Incredibly. It was just like boring. Don't care. Rather would watch reality TV. Unscripted, unscripted reality TV. But you know what a good show was? That is baking waves and could last forever, apparently, according to the people who are producing the show. That would be Juan Piece. Juan Piece to unite them all. That's right. One Piece has been renewed for two seasons. How the producers hint that it might cover the entire manga in 12 seasons. Those kids will all be in like their 50s by the time this is done. After two weeks, it got renewed for season two. The popular manga by Ichiro Oda features the adventures of the young pirate Monkey D. Luffy, who aspires to be the Pirate King. Well, apparently, and I know, I know there's something about like One Piece where it's it's like the longest running anime ever. It might have more episodes than Dragon Ball Dizzle. I'm not 100% sure, but they ha- they claim they have a roadmap on how to split up into six seasons, but they would like to go as far as 12, if Netflix deems it worthy. We hope we have 12 seasons. There's over 1,080 chapters of the manga. I have no idea how many episodes of the anime there are. 
apparently the first season of of One Piece doesn't even fully adapt the blue the East Blue Saga. And uh, let's see here. I guess they're just saying you can catch it on Crunchyroll. I wish I, I wish that you know if I wrote this article and I'm too too lazy to, to write an article like this, I would have told people how many episodes there were and how One Piece is considered like the marathon of anime because you know it's like in the top ten or top five greatest animes of all time from sheer staying power. Not really to much else. Um, not that it's not a bad story, but I think it's a little it's a little wild. You know, another thing that is potentially canceled, but might not be canceled, but could be canceled. Apparently, Taika Ootiti has... Well, okay, the real report is that his, his Star Wars thing is dead. He's supposed to have a Star Wars movie, which makes no sense. But I went to this article on CBR just to show you like what shill media has to say. Because clearly somebody fed them this line that Taika Waititi has turned in multiple drafts of his Star Wars movie script to Lucasfilm. Do you know how many Lucasfilm movies have been announced and not actually filmed? They literally just released another one where uh, apparently Guillermo del Toro and I think it's David S. Goyer were supposed to do. You know, Oscar winner Guillermo del Toro was supposed to do a Star Wars movie. Yeah, good luck with that. Many people are reporting that Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie has been scrapped. And if you listen to an actual, there was a, uh, he was at some, uh, yeah, he was honoring Sean Levy at the TIFF Tribute Awards, and he referenced them, they have competing Star Wars projects with some guy. And he goes, unlike me, let's hope he manages to finish a script for that. Because he's joking about how long it's taken him to do anything. He's not doing it. So he says he hasn't finished a script, but somebody else with the hot mic, uh, Jeff Schneider, is reporting it's not dead. He's turned in multiple drafts, e- even though he was joking that he hasn't turned in anything or finished a script. And didn't. And if you watch the actual interview of Taika Waititi, he doesn't seem real interested. He's like, yeah, that Star Wars project I'm going to finish. <laughs> like, no, it's not really going to do that. There are five other Star Wars movies in development. And and do you know how many of those are probably going to get made? I'm going to guess one, maybe two. Are you super interested in a James Mangold Star Wars that explores the birth of the Force? Uh, no thank you. Or Charmaine Obai Shinoi directing uh, Rey Skywalker as she reestablishes the Jedi Order? Yeah, not super interested in that. What about Dave Filoni trying to finish his stupid Thrawn thing, which is like the worst ratings in all... Uh, apparently, Ahsoka is worse, is rated worse than Bluey on Disney+. Plus. Sad. Very sad. Uh, Lando, apparently, is no longer a TV series. It's going to be a movie. Yeah, I'll believe that when I see it. Uh, Donald Glover will be 80 years old by the time that it gets... He'll be as old as Lando is now. It's very sad. Very sad. And then a final bit of news we're going to talk about, and and, uh, I feel like this is Ron Cold's story. We did not talk about the alien bodies that were shown to Mexican Congress. I think we mentioned it, but we didn't actually do anything with it. But apparently, it's all been faked because those aliens that you may have seen, the truth is out there. The aliens are made of cake. Suspected alien corpse turns out to be a cake. Very sad. What are you going to do? And this, obviously, this is just a troll, but I think the guy did a pretty good job of revealing that the aliens are <laughs> revealed to be cake. Oh, come on. You're supposed to cut the thing up, man. There we go. Yeah, he cuts right into the head and he cuts it off. He's like, it's cake. Is it cake? Apparently, those aliens were cake. Very, very crazy. What a world we live in when aliens are cake. For those of you who aren't aware of the story, uh, 
for some reason, these like quote unquote thousand year old preserved bodies of aliens were presented to the Mexican Congress. I don't know. World's a little bit bananas out there, folks. I can't necessarily describe exactly what's going on, but it's a thing. <laughs> aliens are cake. This could almost be an outrage. It's not quite an outrage, but it's it's pretty close. Because it's time. It's an outrage! This is outrageous! Is that outrage? The AP News is reporting that a wild black bear was at Disney World. It was captured. Wonder what rise it went on. Do you think it went on the Song of the South? I don't know. It's a, it's a question that you have to answer with your, your, uh, your own heart. Apparently, it was not an escapee for the County Bear Jamboree attraction. No, it did not play the banjo. It was just hanging out, hanging out in Frontierland, Liberty Square, and Adventureland. Staffers with the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission were at the park. They attempted to relocate it. I'm going to say one of two things happened. They either shot it or they fed it to a bunch of pythons because that's all you get in Florida at this point is just pythons everywhere. Sometimes some alligators. Apparently there are 4,000 black bears that live in, in Disney. I think that's, at least it didn't eat anybody like the alligator ate that kid. Reminder folks, if you're from another state, or another country, and you go to Disney World, don't swim in the lakes. It's not safe. Not at all. Uh, this one, you know, going to London, you better bring your birthday suit. Because if you want to see some art, apparently you got to squeeze through some nudes. So this part of the show is probably not for the faint of heart. Be careful. What you may see may offend you. Who knows? But if you visited the Royal Academy of Arts, you must squeeze between nude performers at an exhibition, which includes a naked woman pinned to a crucifix pose and three women sitting for 24 hours a day over 12 days drinking only water. None of that sounds like art or fun. I mean, if you can't touch the art, what kind of art is it? The exhibition is curated by controversial artist Marina Abramovic, who previously invited visitors to slash her throat and scooped fake blood from naked woman's, naked woman's body with Lady Gaga. Those all sound like things that I am not super interested in. Wow. This is pretty weird. So the 76-year-old's previous work includes Rhythm O, where she placed 72 objects, including a bullet, gun, scalpel, and metal bar on a table, and invited visitors to interact with her however they wished, resulting in a loaded gun being held to her head. <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> wow. Uh, this is, is... I don't see how this is art and why anybody would pay for this. <coughs> I certainly wouldn't pay for it mix of uh, I don't understand like look at how uncomfortable this is you have to squeeze fancy snood people uh, why are these people agreeing to do this I don't want to be touched by weird naked people it's, 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 it's that age old question from Fight Club do you give them the crotch or do you give them the butt which way do you go and who do you give it to do you turn with butt facing the man, crotch facing the woman? Do you go, you, if you're a dude, you go crotch to crotch? <laughs> this chick looks real uncomfortable. I'm surprised they didn't make you go naked while you go through it. They wouldn't show the part. I don't see any pictures of the, the naked cr crucifix woman. Let's see here. But this chick is pretty weird. She's a Serbian artist. Very pretentious. She has puffy sleeves. I don't trust anyone with giant puffy sleeves. Oh, this is where uh, she's scooping out fake blood from a naked woman's body with Lady Gaga. 
Yep, that's a thing. So bizarre. Why anyone is agreeing to do this, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, that's all outrageous. But what I really wanted... To, this, this next part is a little bit more of a PSA because, you know, we're looking out for people. And as, peop, as someone who has experienced going into uh, other people's houses and doing podcasts, you might need to know how to tell if someone is frogging you. Now, for those of you who are familiar with the Academy Award Moving Parasite, which I highly recommend, it is a fantastic movie, you too can become the victim of frogging. How to tell if someone is living inside your home. This is from Brinks. Learn about the latest home break-in trend. You and I will find out about this together because I have done no in-person research. I don't know anything about breaking into people's houses and conducting podcasts. But frogging, pronounced frogging, is when someone secretly lives in another person's home without their knowledge. The name comes from the idea of leapfrogging with the intruder hopping from place to place like a frog, whether it's someone's basement or attic or crawl space. This is just to sell <laughs> more stuff or like more security, isn't it? While squatters occupy abandoned properties, froggers may in instead target well-to-do vacation homes that are left empty while their, while their owners are away or even primary residences that are unoccupied while the residents are on vacation. This sounds like a Pauly Shore movie from the 90s. How to tell if someone is in your home. <laughs> are you ready for this? I have some very... Very good tips, straight from the security professionals. You may hear strange noises. Things have a tendency to go bump in the night from creaky stairs to floorboards to tree ranges hitting your windows. But if there are frequent unfamiliar sounds, even in the daytime, it may be time to investigate. And maybe anything from the sound of a loud thump to the tinkling of breaking glass to low music. <laughs> Oh, uh, someone may have may have caught on to us. <laughs> you may notice that some things are missing or moved. Your pets are on high alert. You feel as if you are being watched. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. You can't just be like, "Oh, somebody's watching me." That's not like a real thing, right? You can't just do that. Uh, how to tell if someone tried to break into your home? Uh, they say uh, open front doors or windows, forced entry. Somebody left the lights on. Somebody else's belongings. See, if you had a security system installed, you would know if someone was inside your house. But guess what? You don't. And you would never know if someone was doing a podcast inside your home. You just can't tell because we're just that good. And the podcast is that good. They don't want it to end. That's right. Our reviews will kill you forever. 99 years, 9 million episodes. We're only like a quarter of the way there, like a third of the way there. Not even now, nah, more like an eighth. Anyway, I believe it is time to get out of this person's home and maybe into your home if you have a podcast studio that we can use. But it's time to get in and out. Get in and get out. Apparently this week, I don't know, not this weekend, next weekend, I happen to be going to the movie theater and I saw signs for this and then I was supposed to watch the trailer, which I did not. And it has Paw Patrol the mighty movie and i th and i i thought i was pretty sure noob noob wanted to see this so i'm not going to see this i'm out on this but i did hear that somebody famous was in it and i think she was in the first movie and that maybe that's why she's getting a second appearance the cast in order what's her name 
she's somebody like annoyingly famous. It's not Chris Rock. It's not Tyler Perry. It's not Jimmy Kimmel. It's not James Martin. Oh, Kim Kardashian as Kim Kardashian West. Uh-oh. Didn't she get divorced? Pretty sure she doesn't have that. And her daughter, Northwest and St. West. Yes. Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Canadians on the double. So, yeah. I don't know why anybody would care that she was in this, but you can watch it. She's in it. It's the thing. <clears throat> but I'm out on it, but I feel like many of you in our audience might be in on it. The other thing that I'm super in on, and this is from Capcom, Onimusha. Now, what I didn't know about Onimusha, and it makes sense now that I read a little bit of this article here, is that, uh, it, well, first of all, it's going to be a Netflix anime. And you know me, I'm watching the animes. But... This anime is directed by iconic director Takashi Miike. It's going to drop on November 2nd. The game is around historical Japanese stories mixed with supernatural elements. It was intended to be a Resident Evil shoot-off, but got its own narrative. I remember an Onimusha 3. That was really good, but I don't remember what you do in the game. I vaguely remember collecting souls and upgrading like some sort of power gauntlet. It says here, the protagonist has the ability to absorb Genma souls from defeated enemies. With each kill, these souls help restore your health, infuse power in weapons and armor, and provide power for the elemental attacks of those special weapons. I remember you could switch weapons, which I think is pretty cool. So, Onimusha series has sold a total of 8.6 million units worldwide. It's Capcom's ninth best-selling franchise. I think this is ripe for uh, some good times. We'll catch up with you, Mr. M. Good to see you. We'll hear you on the flip side. Um, I guess uh, I'm in. I'm in on Onimusha. I'm in all the way. I'm going deep because this is something that reminds me of my childhood. Probably nostalgia bait, but I'm hoping that it'll be good. And with that being said, it is time to get to the reviews. That's right. It's review time. Look how the time flies when there's no noob noob. No noob noobs. No time. We'll bring him back. So he he gave a review of this, and I just wanted to give my own review of this. He absolutely hated this movie, and I'm going to say it was fine. It wasn't great. I'll say in the beginning, it was pretty jarring. The animation was kind of annoying for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. All audience has it at 84%. I mean, it's really unique visual style like i don't know it just looked cheap like all right this is okay nothing exciting nothing spectacular i didn't really i don't know they were too young and uh they weren't very good at what they were doing and the whole april thing was kind of stupid but i mean i don't know it just it didn't seem like the actual ninja turtles but it was okay it wasn't as bad as everyone made it out to be and it was, I, I guess if you're like a hardcore Ninja Turtle fan, you're like, this isn't really the Ninja Turtles. And as far as personality-wise, like, people are like, oh, they had personalities. I mean, they weren't, like, great personalities. Like, Raph likes to beat things up. That's his personality trait. Donatello had, does nothing. Michelangelo is, has a high-pitched voice, I think. And Leo likes the girl. Like, they didn't have, like, great personalities. There's less screaming over top of each other. But it was fine. Like, I wouldn't give it an A. I'd give it maybe, like, a B minus. So, it was okay. I, got, I finished it. I was planning on not finishing, especially in the first, like, 20 minutes. I was like, this is too jarring. The animation's real, like, kind of choppy and weird. But by the end, it was fine. It was okay. 
Ice T was in it. It's kind of cool. I, I, uh, I, and then you know, spoiler alert. They're like, oh, all the reviews were like, this is how you do the Ninja Turtles without the shredder. Let's make it so great. There's no shredder. Guess what? They're gonna bring the shredder in. So, what are you gonna do? What you gonna do? Let's talk about Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, the series on HBO, the animated series, so good that they keep having more of it. I cannot tell you how many people commented on my shorts about the picture of, uh, yeah, I get it. The rocket is, is a cock and balls. We, we get that. We get it. It's, it doesn't make any sense to me either because Harley and Ivy are lesbians and they don't need any cock and balls. So, why are they riding a cock of balls? It's not like they're having three ways or anything. Just saying. This is a little surprising to me, though, but season one was at 89%. Season two was at 100%. Season three at 100%. And season four, 94%. I found it to be... Ooh, the, crit, uh, the audience has it at 78%. I thought this season was better than the previous season because the previous season didn't have any Bane in it. So I'll take more Bane every day of the week. 86%. So it seems like it's dipping in quality. It was okay. It was... I, I could see why people would be annoyed with this particular season because most of it is Ivy being a girl boss because she becomes the CEO of the... Do, of the legion of doom so she takes over like the doom base and she's doing all the girl boss stuff so it was kind of annoying for a little while but at least harley like joins the bat family which i thought was interesting so then you don't have ivy like the previous season was just ivy making out with with harley the entire time but not in like a fun way in like an annoying way and then this season, they weren't really together. They were fighting, they're doing things separately, finding their own way. So, and they reunited for a couple episodes. Bane's great pasta-making story arc has been finally resolved. I'm Bane, and I am the second greatest pasta-maker in the world! So, Bane is one of the best characters in it. The Joker is not in it enough. It gets humiliated. So... It's weird. It's cool. It's not like the greatest thing ever, but like it was better than last season for me. Cause there was, I think one of the seasons I was like, I can't even watch this anymore. It was so bad. So first couple seasons were good. This one, I mean, if you keep watching it, you like it. Good for you. It's fine. It's fine. I keep saying things are fine. And then we'll talk about Gamera. Rebirth. Come on, people. We can't be the only people to review this. <laughs> uh, we, I know. We bring you some obscure stuff, folks. So you're go this is the only place you're going to hear about it. We're going to hear people ranting about things like Gamera, a giant turtle who saves children. A flying turtle kaiju begins protecting a group of kids from numerous attacks by giant monsters. Okay, I like giant monsters fighting other giant monsters. I don't know why you got a problem with that. What's the big what's the big deal? I like giant monsters fighting giant monsters. Why don't you like giant monsters fighting giant monsters? <clears throat> it's it's based kind of on the style of Godzilla Singularity. Wait, was it single point? The the recent Godzilla anime. Godzilla Singularity. What the heck was that called? Anyway, I enjoyed it. I like Gamera. The only thing that's you have to brace yourself for a Gamera show is very violent. Loses his arms, gets stabbed all the time. The kids in this are dropping F-bombs left and right. So it's a little shocking. It's kind of like Stand By Me. With the kids doing the thing, except instead of finding a dead body, they find a giant turtle and monsters that want to eat them. So take the camaraderie and the growth and the leeches and the 
the conflict of being a young person and being confused by your emotions and maybe puberty and stuff like that, and then just throw in giant monsters, especially a giant turtle. I thought it was good. Gamera smashes everything, and it's pretty awesome. So I recommend it. You don't have to watch it. We watched it for you. I gave you the plot. You like giant monsters. You like Pacific Rim. You can catch this. And I guess that wraps it up. That's like a whole show right there. It goes so much smoother and so much faster without someone torturing me the entire time. That's what we do. We got a lot of fun. I'm trying to think. We do have a giveaway coming up. We have Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. So you can get yourself a digital copy of that. We're getting real close to crossing the threshold. We're we're, we're crossing the point of no return where we're going to be, uh, you know, hopefully, knock on wood, joining the monetization trail on YouTube. So we appreciate you getting us to that point. Keep on watching. We need the watch time. You're going to get a lot more videos from us. We may take a week off. We may try to pre-record some stuff for you. I'm going to try not to. I have some things I need to do. But we will keep you informed. It's going to be in October, maybe in about three weeks. But we're not 100% sure yet. We're going to try to run through some stuff. Maybe we'll do some looking back. Probably not. But maybe. You never know. Maybe it'll just be a soundboard. Who knows what it's going to be, but anyway, thank you for joining us. Thank you for hanging out with me. It's always a nice breather, fresh air, when you don't get the Noob Noob. But stay tuned, we'll be back next week. I don't know what we're reviewing. I feel like there's some stuff we'll be watching. Maybe The Expendables, who knows. But either way, stay safe out there, have fun. We're getting ready for Halloween. Maybe we'll release some more Halloween videos. If you do, look it up. We have a movie. It's not really a movie. It's a short, but it's called Gnome Alone. It's a lot of fun. Guaranteed to tickle your pink if you like gnomes and if you're scared of them. But from all of us here at Our Views Will Kill You, to all y'all at home, we love y'all, but I'm on to the next one.